Hello and welcome to the Hybrid Moments Podcast with your host, The Catholic, and of course, my co-host from every once in a while, or for every once in a while, my mother. Hi. Hello. So uh, this week of, of horrible torture of my, my interesting taste in media, uh, instead of, I was, first I had the idea of having her listen to an, uh, an entire album of something that I own. But then I decided, nah, may, maybe not a whole album. So let me just make a small playlist of maybe four to six songs uh, of all different varieties and uh, see how she would feel about that. And uh, how do you feel about it after six songs that I've chosen? <laughs> I'm still sane. <laughs> She's still sane. Um, the uh, six songs that I chose were um, Mr. Rager by Kid Cudi, uh, Hurt by Johnny Cash, uh, Mother by Idols, uh, Who Wears the Pants by Soko, uh, Bad Fish by Sublime, and I Threw Glass in My Friend's Eye and Now I'm on Probation by Destroy Boys. Um, I'd like to ask, based on title, and only on title, which has the best title? Um, ooh. That's a hard one. Um, I don't know. I think actually Bad Fish. Okay, okay. Um, I, you know, honestly, I really, oh, I, I like the really the long one. I threw glass in my friend's eye. I always know. <laughs> That's just too long. Yeah, there, I th- you know, I'm, I'm trying to think if there is uh, longer names for songs, and I can't think of a longer name for a song. Um, but uh, yes, I had her listen to four songs, and I, I asked her to choose just any which ones she wanted to talk about. I printed out lyric sheets for her because, um, well, my, my mother's not one for listening to lyrics. Uh, I think what inspired me to do this was the fact that um, my mom likes to just listen to the radio, like in the car, no like special playlist, no special nothing. It's just, all right, what's on 90, was it 93.3 FLZ you usually do? Yeah, but they, they're awful now. Yeah. They're. So um, I always find it funny that she's always humming along to songs that are like about sex, about all this like different things. I'm like, you don't know the lyrics that you, you, you're not listening to the lyrics, are you? You're always just, it just has a nice beat. Yes, that's exactly what I do. I hate, wait. Okay. I'm an expert at that. I have four boys. You learn to tune them out. So I learned to tune out words. So i uh I, I chose songs that I knew um are not exactly radio hits honestly i I think Mr. Rager is probably the most um probably the most like consumable uh, uh song on the whole thing despite you know lyrically mm-hmm. uh I know you um you primarily didn't understand a lot of the the just lyrically of all the songs you just didn't get it, it took me some time to to you know, explain it out. Um, but I, I, I feel like you, you tend to look a lot at Mr. Rager. Mm-hmm. So um, what? how do you feel about it? 
Um, <clears throat> I think at first, um, since I'm a type of person to a tune, I, I listen to the tune and I don't tend to listen and pay attention to lyrics. <clears throat> so after we went through them, that's when by reading the actual lyrics, um, I somewhat understood what they were going, what the whole song was relatively about. And I think this has a lot of meaning to it. And um, I think out of all of them, um, I think this is the one that probably had, um, to me, probably the best lyrics. I, I, I can highly agree with that. I've always enjoyed uh, Kid Cudi's, uh, um, you know, music. Um, I know he, he, he most recently, I, I told you earlier that uh, he does suffer from bipolar disorder, yes. which I think leans heavily into what the song is about. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel? Um, what do you think the song is like really like hardcore about? Like, um, to me, it felt like, um, like he was either talking about, um, either that he was dying or that he was contemplating, um, suicide. And that's what he was thinking towards death. And, um, yeah, yeah, no, um, I think, I, I, I don't really, re- uh, know if the most of his discography is like this, mm-hmm. but, uh, I think this was kind of like his first, um, or I think this was one of his first albums that was kind of just like, it had a lot of radio play and, not too how many times on the radio do you just hear songs about like depression and suicide it's got to be frequent i think there's a lot um and i think it's all depending at the present time you don't hear it as much but at a certain time years ago when a lot of uh i think a lot of kid suicide was becoming very um uh was coming out a lot. It was something like a trend for some reason. And I think that's when I think depression was looked at like seriously. And they realized that younger children were actually committing suicide. And I think that's when a lot of the lyrics probably came in more. And I think it became more, um, people were more vocal about it. And I think they also addressed it in music. Um, now with um ooh, do you feel i and I know that through all the songs you you feel like there's or at least the majority there is a a a trend of depression mm-hmm. um and you said that if you were to you know hear these songs and um you know read the lyrics that you yourself feel like oh, if you were already depressed, you'd probably feel more depressed correct um i i mean I'm someone that has been depressed a many times and you are also someone that's been mm-hmm. a depressed a many times. Yes. Um, and honestly, I've never, I mean, when I listen to sad music like this, obviously it makes me sad, but I do think it is, I think more common that like when you're sad, people listen to sad music typically. And I feel it's less of a, like, it's never inspired me to want to go any further 
I think for me personally, and I think you know, it's it's been for other people that I've talked to that listen to sad music. It's uh, sort of a a catharsis mm-hmm. because you know, at least I'm not alone. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's where um, a lot of you know just I feel like people can identify and relate to a lot of it. And I think especially with like Kid Cudi having you know suffering from major bipolar disorder. I do think that, you know, of course, one of the beginning lyrics is, you know, this for all the kids dedicated like me. I think it's about for all the kids that want to die, all the people that, you know, want to just off themselves. It's like, hey, you're not alone. So why do it? Right. I think. um, I don't know. I just think that the listening to all of these um, songs that they all had depression in them. They were all about depression. They had some type of depression. Um, whether it be alcohol, something that made them depressed, and they're depressed because they're alcoholics or because they're ill, um, something. Um, and to me, it does make someone um, who is heavily depressed even more depressed. Um, and... Um, someone who feels sad, even more sad. Um, but there's some people that will probably take it differently. I personally would get more depressed listening to this. And, and it's not only that, but also a lot of the instrumental, the music of it, um, is also the majority were were depressive. Like the sounds, the voices, everything was very uh so it was it was just depressing to me. That's my opinion. Oh, uh, would you would would you like to pick the next song to to talk about? Which one else piqued your piqued your fancy a bit? Um this one actually I didn't understand too well, and this is uh, "Mother" by Idols. Um, I had to actually go over it with you because I couldn't understand. Yeah, the uh, um, um, the only like video I could find right away wasn't a lyrical video. It was um, the music video, and you said that that distracted you a little bit. Yes, the distraction which I couldn't understand was. Um, he was breaking all these little tchotchke things and whatnot. And and his lyrics, I guess maybe the way he, he sings, um, he, he, his uh, accent or yeah. something. He, he's, from, uh, he's from the UK. He's, uh, he's from Bristol, which, you know, is a very thick accent. Yeah, so I think that uh, didn't allow me to understand too well at all. Um, and I, I, he just totally lost me. I, I had no clue. So it was after the song. It's like, okay, I, I don't understand what the breaking of those tchotchkes had to do with what he was singing. But then he had a picture of his mother up. And until after you actually sat with me and I'm like, I didn't get this at all. I yeah. Lost me. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to, to me, I, I don't. Um, to, I, I think uh, it, the music video has a little bit something to do with, uh, I think, being a child, of course, you know, your your mother's always like, "Oh, be careful around." You know, my my my. You have precious moments. I'm sure you'd be very upset if if one of those broke by the hands of us. 
But I would still don't understand what the lyrics have to do with the charge. Oh, no, no, no. It, uh, it doesn't have anything to do oh, with okay. one another. All right. I, I do think, you know, it's a bit of like, you know, oh, oh it's, you know, doing everything your mother t- tells you not to do. Of course, he's breaking the little tchotchkes. And then you're seeing the, the two other bandmates, they're dressed in dresses. It's just like when a little kid, oh, I'm going to dress in my parents' clothes. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> I would have never got that. Yeah. <laughs> Because I had four boys and none of them yeah. ever got into any of my dresses. <laughs> but that, that's the thing where it, it, it pokes a little bit at, at um, masculinity. But oh, okay. they, they, it, it's always kind of a trend with idols. Okay. But, um, of course, uh, lyrically, um, you know, one of the, the first things is, you know, my mother works 15 hours, five days a week. My mother works 16 hours, six days, six hours, 16 days a week. And it kind of like goes on from there. Um, Chris told you it's about uh, that lead singer Joe Talbot. Um, his, uh, his mother was, you know, they they, they were in poverty uh, in the UK. Women did not get treated very fairly, um, and the uh, kind of the kind of the chorus is uh, the you know the word mother effer, mm-hmm. um, but they space between the word mother and then effer. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, you know, adding add a bit of a comma there to make it literal, saying you know, the government is pretty much kind of you know screwing the mom over. Um, and the, the the line best way to scare a Tory is to read and get rich. Um, Tories, as I told you, are the um, they're the Republicans of the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course you know, what what scares kind of the you know rich conservatives over here is you know. Read, get rich, and get educated in politics. Oh, <laughs> some conservatism is a little sketchy. Whoa. So. Yeah, no, I would have never actually have known that. I guess um, to understand this whole song, you would have to know background, mm-hmm. um, and under and 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 um, know even um, you know more of what where he comes from so for me i would have never correlated anything honestly um now i think the 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 lyric that is or the the, you know the kind of um verse that is i think pretty poignant um and and i think to me is it's what i refer as like the meat of the song Mm -hmm. is on i think it's on the second page uh yeah it's uh Kind of towards the end of the song, yes, is um oh. yeah the 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 line um sexual violence doesn't start and end with rape it starts in our books and behind our school gates. Um, when you read that, well, what did you think that was? Honestly, I, I I I like I said I I didn't correlate much with this at all, so I had no clue. Uh, I honestly had no clue what what they were getting at because to me it was just all it was like rambling i'm sorry <laughs> oh i mean I, to I me did, that's I what music is yeah i just uh <laughs> but it was rambling to where i couldn't understand so to me it was like um one verse didn't have didn't somehow correlate with the next so it it just didn't make any sense so to me it just didn't make any sense so there was I I couldn't I I couldn't make heads or tail on this. Um, 
Now, uh, of course, with that line, um, I've, I, I kind of always thought that was, you know, it's, it's referring to like a lot of, you know, repression. And uh, of course, you know, I think a little bit of incel culture, um, which of course leads to a lot of sexual violence, you know, of men towards women. And of course, like towards the end of that line, it's, um, you know, um, men are scared, women will laugh in their face, whereas women are scared, it's their lives that will take. Yeah, I, to me, I think that's, you know, a full-on, like, men, men are scared to admit that they've been sexually abused uh, because it is kind of just, um, it, it's an even um, m- more uncommon, it's, it's a lot more, I guess, uncommon, maybe, than, you know, than when it happens to women. And, of course, men are supposed to be seen as tough, so it's like, oh, how could that happen to a man? And, I don't know if it's less common. I think the it's less um known of yeah um because i think men like you indicated are most likely um not to ever say anything about that um so whereas you know women women will um even through fear yeah and um of course you know minuscule women will laugh in their face uh, is kind of, you know, uh, or no, uh, women are scared. It's the, uh, yeah, women are scared, you know, is it, it's the lives that we'll take, of course, you know, just like women are kind of, you know, tend to be, you know, scared of men because, you know, men can do horrible things sometimes, <laughs> you know, just as women can do horrible things. Um, but yeah, I, I think yeah. it's, um, I think it's a very, um, I, I, I suppose, yes, with, with a little bit of background knowledge, it helps, but, uh, I, I do think no matter whether it's it's a pretty laser accurate thing, laser accurate song. But um, yeah, any uh, uh, any other one that 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 piqued you a little bit? Mm-hmm. I know you're still kind of looking through them because I know you um, were not a fan of uh, either of the the female artists, Destroy Boys and uh, uh, Soko. Yeah. Um, which I I thought that. <laughs> That was just kind of funny. You you pointed that out. So, yeah, I just realized it after yeah. going through all of them earlier. Um, yeah, I don't know why. Um, I don't know. Um, I think I do. I think that um, uh, I was brought up by a very strong woman. Who raised four girls. So where my sisters and I were very strong willed women. And um, uh, I think when it when it comes to um, how do I say we're fighters. Um, we're, 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 we're going to make it one way or the other, um, type of mindset. And I think that, um, I don't know. I think weakness is not something I like to probably see in women or hear. And that may be the issue. Um, now I, I can definitely see where that is in in the song I threw glass in my friend's eye and now I'm on probation by Destroy Boys I can definitely see that because you know it's about a young girl that's being of course 
persuaded by a very much older man um the lead ba- the bassist of the band uh was uh i think she was 16 when she fell in a relationship with like a 30 year old guy um and she of course was kind of like messed up by that so she wrote this song about how ridiculous that was and uh the lead singer and i know you you we're not a fan of the uh the lead singer's uh vocal choice cuz she chose to do stereotypical valley girl of just like like oh my god type of voice yes um to portray of course you know dumb and naive uh she doesn't usually sing like that oh, that was okay. just like how how she sang for the song to you know get get the point across even more uh cuz yeah it, it is uh i i th- to me it is a gross song because it's about a girl that is very weak-willed, uh, that's like, oh my god, like, don't invite me to your place again, but, like, totally invite me to your place again. Oh, yeah, talk to me like that, ah. Uh. And it, it, it is, uh, yeah, it, it is about being weak-willed, but I, I don't think that it's a song that's promoting it. I do think it's, like, a cautionary tale. Um, now, where I don't see the, the weak willness is uh, in the song "Who Wears the Pants" by Soko. Well, where do you feel uh, the the weak the weak will is there? I I think it's just her voice. Oh, it's just the soft voice. The voice. Oh. The voice. I'm a voice person, and I think that um, I don't know. I just think that the the voices to me. I I I'm I'm very much of a voice person when it comes to that. I I'm the type of person with music I listen to the beat, um, and regardless of what the lyrics are, um, when I then learn lyrics, that's when I'm I'm like oh, and then all of a sudden it's like that's a total turn off to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like eh, I oust you. <laughs> So I won't listen. Um, so, but with her, I think it was just her, her voice. Um, she sounded very dark. Yeah, she she does have a very uh, ghostly. I, yeah. That's how I was saying. She has a very like, uh, uh, ghostly kind of like howly voice. Yeah, she sounded very like, um, I don't know. She sounded dark and low depressed like uh like maybe because it was like a struggling thing on a voice maybe that's what did it for me i don't know uh i mean that's how she talks she has a bit of a raspy voice yeah that may be that may be the problem yeah so that's what probably just like eh. (laughs) but uh of what like the song is about is um uh, i think it's about like kind of just gender roles i think it is about like a a, yeah just like gay like homosexual relationships with the song the who wears the pants and the lyric oh, who's gonna water plants um it's kind of like oh yeah that's obvious um, sorry i didn't get that oh you didn't it get that for me really yeah oh yeah no that yeah that does that make sense now for the it does now that you yeah say it. yeah it is uh it, it is entirely about uh like uh, homosexual relationships oh, and um the, now what i've never stood uh is uh you burned all the bridges in the neon light uh, oh, you're lost, baby. Yeah, you're lost. You burned all the bridges in the neon light, and you won't be able to come back. Now, I don't know what that means. I, I guess is that, like, since you've outed yourself, you've kind of, like, lost the, you know, people in your lost, life? I think it's you lost 
you burned all your bridges. So I think that's you burned your bridges with people. Yeah. And then you've lost the light, the light of the way. Okay. So I would think your course. Huh. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know it's it, it's a, like that. That was the only bit because I I understand pretty much like everything else. Um, I can definitely tell she probably has like a little bit of like you know struggles with religion because there's a little bit of that. Because um, I I do find the the lyric funny or the the verse where it's just like um you think that two boys is a sin and two girls is somehow sexy. Um, I've always thought that was kind of funny because it's like oh yeah that's true like when like two guy like if a guy sees two guys making out the guy's gonna be like ew but then he sees two girls and it's like oh that that's attractive and you as a woman like i know you're kind of like no matter if you're 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 a homosexual or a straight couple don't make out in front of me but it's just like how do you feel like uh, uh just about that i don't know to me it it doesn't matter i i've always been a believer that you know whether you're heterosexual gay whatever you want to say okay um i don't think that you should be sucking face in public that's just not oh no no i I was talking about no i was talking about um how, how do you feel about that kind of like hypocrisy is that how like how can one one type of relationship be sexualized and then the other be sought as disgusting um, I think that's, I'm going to, this, this is my opinion, <laughs> but I think men see it that way <laughs> because if they're, according to the lyrics, it's like they're looking at two men, um, you know, making out. And of course, then they're going to say, oh, you know, that's disgusting. Yeah. And then they're going to see two girls. Oh, wow. That's so, you know, yeah. that's what they find sexy and hot. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I but- think that's in the eyes of a man. Yeah. Um, I don't know about. I know it's it's different for like, cause it like if, if I I've always wondered like, cause I, cause I I know you 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 know you're your own one one way because you're 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 heterosexual but it's just I've always wondered like a a, a you know straight cis woman it, if you were to look at two girls are you just like oh okay ew you know just making out in public or. or if you see uh, two guys in public, are you I don't just think like, I've ever ooh, seen that, though. yeah, you you you've never seen like a no. woman just like, yeah, I don't know, like I I nope. I have had friends in high school that uh she, she was pretty asexual, but the only people she was attracted to were flamboyant gay men. That was the only type of people she was attracted to. She was a sociopath, really weird girl, but I don't know. She was interesting to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, I, I don't I don't know. I've never come across it. Yeah. So I don't know how I would feel. Um, I I had a gay cousin who passed away, um, but he hid that from the family until he was dying. Um, then I have another gay. I have two other gay cousins. Um, wow, and. Um, the other two are very straightforward about them being gay. They have no qualms about it, but mm-hmm. I've never seen them with a significant other also. Yeah. So I I don't have anything to judge by, and nor have I seen, I don't know. Yeah, just like out in the wild. Or maybe wild. I just don't notice it. I don't yeah. know. 
Maybe it's, it's I mean, out there I, and I don't see it. Yeah, because no. I'm not out there. I don't care what everybody else is doing. It's yeah. none of my business. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I know, like, in high school, I've always seen... Like everyone, so you you do see a heterosexual couple make out. I've never seen a homosexual couple make out. I've I've seen like a, like you know a kiss, a brief kiss, but it's never been like I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe they, gay people are more discreet. Like they know, like maybe you know, they are. I I don't know. Um, and I think heterosexual people should care because yeah. nobody really wants to see you sucking face in somebody. I personally don't. No. I don't. I don't. I don't find unless that. you're a weirdo. Yeah, I don't yeah. find it in any way, shape, or form cute because I don't think it is. I think yeah. it's something that should be done in private. Yeah, get a room. Get a room. Um, so, uh, yeah, oh, we're about to be over. So, oh. you know, we'll, we'll wrap it up with those songs. Okay. I just want to say, um, so overall, would you say, you know, the ones that we've really talked about mm-hmm. or at all? Did you like any of them? Any of them where you're just like, if this song ever came up, I'm going to just let it play. No. No? Okay, that's totally respectable. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I, to me, I love all these songs. All, all these songs are just, like, phenomenal. Uh, I recommend, uh, you know, the two newer bands that are out there, or three, Soko, uh, Destroy Boys, and uh, Idols. To me... At least, especially Destroy Boys and Idols, they're the the best rock bands out there today. Definitely check them out if you can. Uh, Soko, um, you know, I would say her music is good. Her recent stuff, not my bag. But you know what? Who cares? Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for my guest, my mother. You're quite welcome. I enjoyed myself today. <laughs> I didn't think I would. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate all of you. Stay safe. Love each other. And, uh, uh, good luck. <laughs>